Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Street Kid, Jesse Douglas. <laughs> How's it going? Also joining us is Colonel Panic himself, the nomad, Joe Wilson. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Last but not least, this is Cyber Josh 2077, <laughs> Mr. Josh Finney. Hate you so much. No, you don't. You love it. <laughs> I this keep is why back you week said. after week, and I don't know why. Every week you come back because you want to see what cool new name I have for you, Josh. No, no, <laughs> yes. I don't. That's why you're here. Uh, clearly, we've all been sucked into the world of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, that's probably going to be a majority of the show. Uh, probably up through Act 1 and then kind of like vague things that we've done after that. Um, I got to tell you guys, I went from having kind of little interest in this game to playing what I got it last night at 9 p.m. So in the last 24 hours, I've spent eight of those hours playing this game. Uh, it's It is a ridiculously fun immersive just surprise for me this game uh i mean i know a lot of people aren't surprised and they're having a lot of fun with it but this is just like it feels like it it feels like the game i've been waiting on all year i've been disappointed by so many games this year or like games that just haven't grabbed me the way i wanted them to right and this game (laughs) just it's the game i've been waiting for i feel like this year and i didn't know i was waiting for it it sucked me in Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one like if I get really engrossed in a game's reveal, I'll start following, or if like I know about it before it gets like an official trailer, I'll start following its production timeline. And this is one of those like it's been in the back of my mind since Witcher Three came out back in 2015. Like Witcher did not grab me, and that's a shit. Like I like I like those novels, but the game just for whatever reason, like gameplay style, just didn't grab me, and I felt like there was too much to do in that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I mean friends of mine are spending two three hundred hours in that game and saying like I don't even know if I saw everything. I'm like nope. I my like, my anxiety can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This though, I was like, all right, I'm I'm gonna I'm playing it no matter what. This is like the Blade Runner hybrid future that I've always wanted to see in a video game. And mm-hmm. since Ridley Scott refuses to give me a video game set in Blade Runner, this is gonna have to be the next big thing. And I, despite all its technical issues, like the, it's delivered for me so far. I've spent probably about 32, 33 hours in the game now. I'm at towards the end of Act Two. Uh, but that well, that is with me rewinding a bit. Um, I went back, knocked up about six or seven hours off my save file yesterday uh, to go back and play through some of the best uh, side quests and story missions on stream. Uh, I had promised chat that we were going to do it all together, and well, I played like another six hours after I got off stream on Friday, so <laughs> that didn't happen. This, this is like. This is the rare game that I sit down and like I just keep going, all right, one more mission, one more mission, mm-hmm. one more mission. And before mm-hmm. I know it, it's four o'clock in the morning and I desperately need to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. And it just it keeps doing that for me. Like I don't think I'll have 
more than like 40, 45 hours in this game. But that feels like it feels so little compared to the insane amount of content that you are doing during those 40 to 45 hours. Mm -hmm. Like it is the most immersive, alive world I've ever seen in an RPG. And we'll get to this more, but this absolutely should have been canceled for Xbox One and PS4. This should only have been a next-gen and PC game. Mm -hmm. Because, holy hell, like we're all playing it on Series X. So we're playing the Xbox One X version on it. And it sure, it loads and runs better, like kind of similar to how we saw with Destiny uh, over the last month. But holy shit, the amount of times before yesterday's patch that this game has crashed on me, is it's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Like... I've had it, it crashes on me, like, when I'm not even doing anything strenuous, like, getting on and off a motorcycle, the game will freeze on me, and it'll unfreeze a few seconds later, but sometimes it won't, so I have to close the game myself, or it'll just hard crash for me. Post-patch, it's been fine. Post, yeah, post-patch, it's been much better, it's just not a great feature have in your first like 36 to 48 hours like you're constantly paranoid if your save is still there or not Mm -hmm. Uh, because i mean there were reports of corrupted saves and everything else like i had a lot of texture pop in before the patch came out but it seems to be a lot more stable now and just god uh, us technical issues aside this is awesome yeah awesome game i uh yeah it's it's i feel like i feel like sometimes when i'm like playing games like i'm playing them just because like I mean, I like them, but it's not like, I, I don't know, it, it, there's a, there's always a rare game that reinvigorates my love for video games, like once, like probably once every year or two, like, oh man, like mm-hmm. so, like when I'm playing games, sometimes I'm just like, am I playing this just to be social? Am I playing this because I'm having fun? Like, why am I playing this? You know, and, and the last time I felt this way about, I cannot stop thinking about this game. I even started talking to my wife about this game and she doesn't give two shits about video games. Right. And (laughs) I like, I try to like steer away from talking about games with her because I know how she doesn't care about them. Mm. I I was talking about this game at breakfast this morning at 8 PM when I went to bed at or at 8 AM when I went to bed at 3 AM, I was, I I, I have not stopped thinking about this game since I loaded it up. And Mm -hmm. the last time I can truly say I felt this way about a game was probably Breath of the Wild when it came out. And like, I felt, I almost had that feeling with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but then like, Mm -hmm. you know, you put 78, 80 hours into the game, then you're like, I don't know if I feel that way about this game anymore. Uh, It's a feeling that I haven't had since God of War. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there, there's something truly kind of special about this game, about how dense the world feels, about how alive the world feels. When you're just like walking down the street and you see these vendors selling like food or, or whatever, and you just like I'm walking to a like a main mission and I see this like police area roped off and I go in and, you know, help the police for street cred, which, you know, <laughs> seems totally backwards. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I go in and apprehend the person and then I get street cred and like you get like three or four of those because crime is happening. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. So the most surprising thing in this game that's happened to me in my very short time playing it is that I had finished a mission, a very early mission, basically a walk out of a warehouse. And then I went back to my car. It's like the next mission is like over here. So I go back to my car and start driving down, which is basically like a... Uh, was like a what do they call those where it's like the where all the water runs like it's a giant gutter for the a city ditch 
ditch. It's like, it's like a ditch, but it's like I think there's a technical name Chari- for it. Uh, Chari- <laughs> like no, an irrigation um, canal. It's like a yeah. It's like a, it's like definitely like it leads out into the an water. An aqueduct. Kind yeah. of yeah, but it's open faced. Um, any it doesn't matter. Open face um, sandwich. So it's a good uh, sandwich. God damn uh, yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so I get back in my car and I basically just back it up because it's like I I went to a wall. I went down like a place I wasn't supposed to drive. And I start backing up. And as I'm backing up, there's like a drug deal happening behind me. Uh-huh. And then all the little red alerts start lighting up. And it's like, I'm early on. I have like no guns. I just like walked out of a mission. So like all my stuff is basically like spent. I don't think I have any ammo left. So I just mm-hmm. like start back. So then I'm like frantically. So I like, like I panic. Like that's mm-hmm. how into it I was. As I, I start like swerving around them. And that's then I realize Colonel this, panic. It's true. Uh, and then the the aqueduct or whatever ends, so it's just like going out into the water. So I'm like, I was trying to steer my car, and it's like sliding down into the water. And I'm like, I'm like trying to, so I quickly, I'm like trying to get out, and I can't. And I'm like, the car's spinning, and I go into the water. And I'm like, clearly I'm dead. And I'm sitting there for a minute. I'm like, wait, I can get out of my car, and I get out of, and you can swim. It's a, it's another thing that's just like I wasn't. I know it's not so surprising that you can swim in games in today's age, but like a game this sometimes big, it is. You, it's fifty. Yeah, I was going to say sometimes gonna it's surprising that you can't. <laughs> um, so I like I like open the car door underwater and get out and swim to the shore, and then I reach like I like had swam inadvertently into like another gang layer, and then I see God, so I like, go back in the water and like swim further down, um, and it was like all very like, and that's just like. I was not in a mission. That's just me existing mm-hmm. in the world and making like a mistake. And man, it there's so much stuff in there. And like all along the way, like even just through like swimming and stuff, there's like crap to like pick up. And you're just like, do I need to look at this? And like you get so distracted from going from one mission to another mission that might be 50 meters away. I will get distracted for probably about two hours. Like, just being like, oh, I'm going to look over here. Hey, look, I can climb up on this building. Oh, I can climb. You can climb up, like, on the air conditioners. You can grab onto them and, like, start scaling buildings. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, this game, and we're going to, I mean, this is going to be pretty much the the whole meat of the show. Kind of, t- like, if, if you want to not hear any spoilers, I would skip ahead probably 45 minutes. To January. Skip yeah. to January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe even February because yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I probably won't finish it until like probably the end of next year. <laughs> and, and once the uh, the uh, Series X updates come out, and it's a whole another round. Yeah, of this yep, is exactly this is a game. This is the first time I've thought about like maybe I'll replay this game at some point. I probably would. Yeah, uh, it's the first time I thought about that since honestly since Breath of the Wild. Also. Uh, I mean, Destiny doesn't really count, but... No, it doesn't. Uh, we do... Before we get into our the meaty cyberpunk discussion, though, guys, we have a very important question to answer from Greg Osterman III. All of his questions are very important. And this yes, is, they are. This is, this is no different. He says, Hello, Axemen. Uh, rank these fries in order. Regular, seasoned, curly, tots, waffle. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause because Greg is the regular or seasoned the adjective like do we have six fries to to rank here or do we have five fries to rank here? 
I think he's saying like a regular, just a regular fry, and then also a just a regular, a seasoned fr- so regular like fry. So like McDonald's, and then something with Lowry's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, or regular. like something like Checkers or whatever, where it's basically a regular fry, but it's, it's red, the red seasoning. Yeah. I guess, but you yeah. can get you can get yeah. curly, you or can get tot and waffle all seasoned, and he forgot Although, battered. Yeah, battered fries. Or, you know, like or crunchy the, fries, like te- like the. I think they're battered. What? Yeah, the, yeah, they're. You never uh, had them. Is this a Pennsylvania thing? I don't. Maybe. I don't. I don't think so. Across like, the have, pond, our friends across the pond call them chips, Corey. Well, and there's also there's also sour cream fries where they they dip them in sour cream and then they. We're not getting we're not into the weird stuff. <laughs> there's also deep fried pickles and deep fried green beans there, Jesse. Or just... yeah, but those aren't fries. They're... All disgusting. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're just gonna go with five fries. Everyone rank yeah. just five. I'll keep it mm-hmm. simple. I'll, right. I'll shut up. All right. Uh, I mean, regulars got to go at the bottom, right? I mean, that's. That's clear. Mm-hmm. No. That's, that's, that's very clear no. to me. Josh, no. you're wrong. That's very yeah, clear to it's... me, right? No. You want me to go first? I don't care. You know. <laughs> okay. This is a dumb segment of the show. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Josh, why are regular fries not at the bottom? Because tater tots have to be at the bottom. Taylor, oh, tater tater tots what? are not a French fry. No. Tater tots are not a French fry. Uh-uh. Tater, everything else yeah, is clearly I, no, no, no. Everything else is clearly in a fry-based shape. I mean, that tater is tots true. are not. Tater tots are balls of potato. Okay. If I wanted balls of potato, I get cylinders. balls of potato. Yeah. No, they're not a French fry. They're at the bottom of the list automatically because they are not inherently a French fry. Open your mind. Ease I up. did open my mind for that explanation. <laughs> they're more of a they're more of a hash brown than a fry. Exactly. Thank you. But. But he asked us to rank these in order. But these are the... Well, it's it's at the bottom. Okay, okay, okay. Tots are at the bottom. Okay. Based on taste, tater tots would be like second for me. Based on taste, tater tots are still at the bottom. You're you're the worst. Who are you? Man, I hope your air conditioner breaks again. All right, so... Oh, (laughs) fuck you. So, Josh, you said tater tots at the bottom, so what's your next, next not bottom? Hang on, I, I gotta pull. I gotta pull the list up here. Oh, the rage okay, was so, so strong for Tater Tots. I forgot about bottom the other to top goes. I, I'm I'm go. I'm gonna go tots. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seasoned. What? I'm gonna go regular. What? I'm gonna go waffle, and then I'm gonna go curly at the top. Hmm. Sound like you sound like you got just you described described how you got dressed. <laughs> Hey, listen. You know, <laughs> one one through four, it's kind of a moot point for me. Okay, like I'll eat any of them if it's in a fry shape. I'll eat them. But if you put any of those in front of me and say tater tots is also an option, I'm gonna go with the others over tater tots. In fact, if my only option was tots, I would probably pass. Like tater tots, I really gotta be in the mood for those, or for like hash browns that look like a tater tot. I gotta be in the mood for those. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'll just get French fries. I get French fries at three in the morning when I go to buy breakfast. Let me show you how this is done. McDonald's. No, because you're not gonna put tater tots at the bottom, so it's not the right way. Well, so tacos, this is, this is Taco John's based question. Taco... <laughs> <laughs> Who the so... fuck is John? Taco John's. <laughs> 
But what is a Taco John? <laughs> what is Taco John's? It sounds like it sounds like I a... live in a state with it's... real Mexican food, Jesse. Um, it's I would actually like, call that Tex Mex because like a... you live in Texas, yeah. and it's like Taco. Or if it's... I can't pronounce the name of the restaurant, it's real, <laughs> and that's a lot of them around here. Wow, you're really. Uh, white. It's like Taco Bell, but actually, <laughs> believe it or not, other than the fact that you get a side of hash brown, the like the Burger King style hash browns uh, with your meal, it's it's more Mexican. Like than the than Taco Bell's is though it's not quite as Americanized as that. But I, I would but be a little it's skeptical close. when you start saying tacos, then you say like fries, hash browns, and Burger King are all included in the, like. The, no, it's just no, it's like <laughs> it's like. And y'all gave me garbage. <laughs> I'm giving everyone. The, no, the the hash browns that you get with your meal are like the ones from Burger King that they give you for breakfast. <laughs> all right so the order is and now keep just to preface i'm a uh a no ketchup fry eater i don't eat ketchup yep. either okay. ketchup with fries is the worst i live with the ketchup queen so so i would probably go seasoned waffle tots curly regular seasoned waffle tots curly I can go like, with regular. So here's the thing. I can go with regular being at the top. The only reason I have waffles no, 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 no. so no. high. No. Heard of oh. it. I started. Oh, fuck you. Mm. Mm. I like, you know what, Joe? I thought you were crazy. And then I turned around and said, you are absolutely correct. So Joe, say, say your order from top to bottom again for me, because I thought you were doing like me from bottom to top. Seasoned is number one. Okay. Waffle is number two. Okay. We at least, we, we can, we can agree there. Tots is next nope let me let me also say i don't want any of those tots that are cooked in your stupid oven i want tots that are cooked deep fried real tots like yeah, yeah. no cook, like cook, mm-hmm. if i'm gonna have a tater tot it has to be deep fried and i have to be in the mood for it and then i would yeah. go early then regular regular is last see me and me and josh me and you josh are quite a bit are pretty close my the only difference with me is i i think i prefer Curly's over what or no you did pick Curly's as your number one right I did pick Curly's as my number okay. one and I'm kind of regretting that choice now I see my love of the good curly fry because a good curly fry is so hard to come by my friends yeah it's so hard it Arby's are good. It, listen if we're putting wedges in here wedges are my number one seasoned wedges would absolutely be number one but steak fries Steak red, fries would also steak, steak fries would also be very high. Up. Look, when you go to yeah, Red Robin like red, and you get that, Robin, you just get that made. that you know silo of Lowry's or whatever their their version of Lowry's seasoning salt, and you just kind of like like just pour it onto your plate and just kind of scoop it up with the steak fry. You cake it, you cake it in Lowry's, and then you get extra campfire sauce. It's because true. we're not all fat enough. That's true. I get well. I, trust me, I'm fat enough because I get the I get the uh, garlic and herb seasoning stuff drizzled all over my fries. <laughs> that stuff is so good. Like, there's a See, garlic. I, I, like, I, I like the steak fries because they're very similar to British chips, and that's what I like. I love going yeah. and get fish and chips at the pub. Like, I, yes, I'm Texan, and I have a pub five minutes from my house. I like going there. You're like, not a real Texan. Dude, I'm not. I'm, I'm from Seattle, okay? His colors don't run. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more American in America than Texas. Corey, Corey, give me... Corey, did you already do your potato rankings? I did not. 
But give me your, your potato rankings, Corey. But this this is how this is the correct order. Okay, okay. We got we got waffle fries at the top. Okay, waffle fries at the top. We got uh we got the the seasoned fries second. Okay, we got the we got the tots third. We got the we got the curly fries fourth and regular last because regular is like that's mm. once you've had better fries than regular fries you're never going back. The or only I could, time I could, I, could I go back this. a lot. So the only the only time that it's good to get regular is when you're going to McDonald's and you tell them you want it without salt so then you can get them freshly made. I would I would also argue that. <laughs> McDonald's fries really aren't that great as an adult. Like no, their no, their time not. to eat is like thirteen yeah. seconds, and yep, it's like scalding exactly. hot during that. That's time. why. That's why I have to tell them no <laughs> they're, salt. They're fine. Okay, so listen. They're, they're fine in a pinch. Okay. Have you, have you ever pinch. seen a McDonald's French fry in the floor of your car? It could be it could be a day old, or it could be a thousand years old, and it looks exactly the same. That's you do true. not want I, that. I, in your death taxes <laughs> McDonald's oil. Those are three things that are inevitable in life. <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time I had fries from McDonald's. You have the other fries. It's the basis for everything that follows. But I do agree. Like when I when I said regular, I took that as fries with nothing on them. Like period. So I included yeah, my steak fries in there. I included my non-seasoned wedges. I included any form of a a, a fry-based object that did not have seasoning or did not have a curl in it or something like that. Would you That's put how potato I skins them so high in a fry? What is a potato skin a fry? Mm. Hmm. That's more like a potato boat. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, like, you're so obsessed with the shape because, like, the wedge really is just a... And, a oh, yeah. The wedge is not a, a, a fry. Yeah, we have a good point. When I talk regular fries, I'm not talking McDonald's. I'm talking Whataburger fries. So... Never had them. I've never yeah, been to Whataburger. Like, dude, I, don't, I, don't, I do McDonald's fries in a pinch, but it's all about Whataburger fries with a breakfast taquito or a breakfast burger at, like, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. I picture... Josh driving down the highway, putting like a tourniquet on his arm. He's like, oh, "I gotta get the McDonald's fries." Yeah, it's like, "Oh God, do I go to the one that's two seconds from my house, or do I well, suck it up and go down two exits to Yeah, so I'm driving a car in Cyberpunk, just crashing into everything, going sideways. By the way, I, I mean, speaking listen, of cars could... crashing in Cyberpunk, I called my car after doing a mission. Because you can, you know, you can call your car and it comes and picks you up. It ran through this giant cement barricade and went off this like r ramp and flew over me and blew up. And I couldn't call my car back because I was too close to it and it wouldn't run. So I had to walk to the next mission. Just jack the car. There's no penalties for doing anything in this game. So yeah, you'll <laughs> get like... a star. They can be looking clear at you. Drive 20 feet down the street and it disappears. <laughs> it was just very clear that this is like a four lane kind of road, and all you had to do was switch lanes to get out of the way of the barricade. Nope, just full speed through this giant cement. Love it. It must be. It's a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't get the update yet. Uh, Elon Musk, if you're listening, I yeah. love you, and I'm still waiting for my Cybertruck. Oh God! <laughs> With that oh, yeah. PlayStation One so, looking thing. Yeah, I I have one. Or I with six polygons love it love it. <laughs> Hilarious looking. Uh, so yeah, so my my fries go. Uh, Wait, we're still talking about fries. 
Yeah, well, I, I didn't get a chance to really say mine. Mine go Curly's, uh, Waffle, uh, Seasoned, Tots, and then Plain. After you just argued with Josh that you agreed with him about Tots being at the bottom because they're not real fries, you put them above the bottom. That's hilarious. They're well, they're, so I still will eat them. I will eat them. I will eat them before I eat They're a potato vessel. Josh, just, it wasn't a trick question. No one's going to look at the list and be like, ha, gotcha. Tots are fries. <laughs> just like, do you like eating them? To be fair, there no, are people in the chat saying that Tots aren't eating fries. them. So there's a place near me that will give you, it's called Top Mess. They'll give you a bowl of tater tots, put chili and an, uh, a uh, uh, soft-boiled egg on top. It is delicious. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's with sour cream, of course. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Josh, I, I, I started to lose, I could see it in your face. You lost me with sour cream. Sour cream is good. But now it sounds What about good. cheese? No, no cheese? Listen, yeah, there's cheese and stuff. Sure, me, Any, anything me, you would include. Me and in sour cheese. cream okay. have a very contentious history. Okay, like it, it was a running joke on my very first podcast. Oh God, like six, the seven demon years ago. sour cream. The demon sour cream. I hate sour cream so much, and I made a comment about it one day. How I got tacos with no sour cream on them, and I was very distraught to come home and find that there was extra sour cream on them and on my crunch wrap. It's very upset. I have not been able to live that down ever since. I do not like sour cream. I have warmed to it as I've become more of an adult, but I still do not willingly ask for sour cream on anything. If it's hidden in a taco or in a crunch wrap or a chalupa or something, I can do it. Other than that, get sour cream out of here. Get just get it out. Just get I, it out of here. I tried for like six months to put it in like a burrito or something, like light sour cream, and then I just stopped. I'm like, this is and, this and is. Now you are asking oh me. God. You are asking me to take a bowl of tots, an object I already. Have, do not care for mm -hmm. put chili on it mm -hmm. okay like wolf brand chili no mm -hmm. it's it's like they make Formal. chili so it's not <laughs> uh, an egg okay yeah. let's Soft get oil. to the crazy part you I, I was fine with the tots and the chili okay fine then you put an egg on it yeah and then you put sour cream on it you, you bet if you don't know eggs go on everything jesus yeah. christ what what is who hurts you guys who the same guy that puts you on a pinch for McDonald's fries. That's fair. <laughs> Who puts you? Oh God! Mm. No, it's I... delicious. Corey, end the end the potato rankings. I can't handle this. All right. I don't know. Let's rank new potatoes. Potato skins. Potato wedges. No. Okay. Uh. All right. So this is <laughs> Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast. We do talk Xbox on this show. Each and every Sunday night, live on twitch.tv slash live, we discuss the world of Xbox with our friends from around the internet. If you can't join us live, you can head on over to youtube.com slash games and podcast services every Tuesday to check out the show. Leave, a, leave us a review on iTunes and rate us and subscribe uh, wherever you listen. It really helps us out. Uh, you can also catch us on bossrushgames.com and check out our family of shows there as well. We've got a lot of stuff going on over there. Uh, so... Here's where you should skip ahead if you do not want cyberpunk spoilers for at least <laughs> act one. Uh, maybe I'll put it in the show notes, probably be lazy and not do that. Uh, so, you know, whatever. We're talking about cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is uh, probably what the biggest game of the last two years, it seems like. 
Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, I, you could probably go as far as three. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that you could argue with that on that basis would be the last of us two. But yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I think they're both, but they're both so different. I would say Red Dead. Would they be are. There I'm, too. I'm just, I'm talking in terms of overall yeah. fan participation. I, I yeah. think that the last of us definitely like hit that and like went above and beyond in regards to delivering with the hype. But that's all. That's a whole other point entirely. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, like anyone who doesn't didn't have a PlayStation really wasn't, you know, too worried about it. You know, if they didn't. Well, yeah, if they, but, but, the, but see, you know, I'm, like I'm getting at it because every that's, console. A game that sold, yeah. that's a game that sold yeah. 5 million copies on one console in one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Cyberpunk did 8 million across five platforms. Eight million plat- pre-orders. 8 million pre-orders, yes. But I, I'm saying like for me that like yes i understand like the demand for cyberpunk was insane but when you only have one console you can play one game on and it's doing almost the same numbers that's pretty impressive too so that's that's the only thing i'm saying it's that they yeah. both lift up they both hit the height meter out of the park like th- yeah. nothing else measures with those yes. yeah. yeah uh so what did everybody start with i started as a corpo i think i'm the only corpo here I wanted to play. If I ever play like my dark side version, I would play as a corpo. I played. As, I started as a nomad. What about and, you guys? Uh, we had corpo, a nomad, and two streets, I believe. Yeah, we. Yeah, I went with street. I don't know. Like I, for me, I I tend to make like my characters usually like punk, like punk with the crazy hair and just crazy tattoos and crazy everything. So. Man, and just way to go kid, out of the range of the kid. characters in this game there, Jesse. <laughs> so Street Kid just seemed like the normal, like the the uh, type to pick, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what what were you going to say, Joe? I was just going to say, how big is everyone's penis? I picked the big, I don't have one. I picked the uh, <laughs> the big penis on my lady. That's how I'm playing. Uh, I- I I went jumbo. Hmm. Default. Default. (laughs) Uh, Put it this way. My girlfriend knows nothing. She knew nothing about cyberpunk other than two things that this is the game with Keanu Reeves in it. And this is the game where you can control your dick size. That is all she knew about this game. And she was oddly intrigued by it. I didn't know how I felt about it after that, after Mm. finding out that information. Mm. So I gave myself a nice little blue landing strip. Oh, I got, I got, I got a heart shaped. I went heart shaped. I think I went full bush. Nice. Yeah. Um, Uh, 70s style. Clean shaven. Clean shaven. Anyone notice that when you switch to the, the big dick that it like, dangles a little like it, yeah, like, it just it has, kind of flops. Like, has physics to yeah. it Dude, it, it was it was flopping in the wind yeah it's uh it's a floppy one it just kind of like it. you know just kind of dangles there uh well okay so while we're while we're on the subject of the penis though like okay that came out wrong <laughs> while we're on the subject of cyberpunk penises Okay. One, Joe, you were the only one who was playing before, like it was all patched. Did you? Ha- did your dick clip through your pants at all? I don't know how I would see if my dick clipped through my pants at all, but okay. I don't think so. So, like, I had this issue the first day or so that I was playing the game, and it's why I, it's 
honestly, this is the reason why I didn't stream the prologue because I would put pants on my character, but they were invisible. So his dick is just flapping around out there. And I'm sorry, every time I open up the character menu to equip mm, something, mm -hmm. it's just there. And then it took <laughs> it away and it was the Ken doll. And yeah. I was really afraid. It's been a, like every time I go to like change like the, the equipment on my character, my character is like instantly just naked all the time. Like, I don't know if it's some sort of bug or what, but it's just like, here's my cyberpunk la lady with like this, this flopper flopping around. And it's just like, I just, I literally just saw myself in the mirror with clothes on what, what's happening, you know? Like where, it's, where's my outfit? It's not great. My hair disappears from time to time. So he looks like a skinhead. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not there's, a, there's, yeah, there's been a bug with the mirror thing since day one, basically. Well, so mine, yeah, mine will disappear. Um, and I'm always wearing something on my head. So it's funny because sometimes that'll show up or even that will show up when I look in the mirror. It'll just be like, he has hair on the sides, but not on the top. So it looks like <laughs> he like shaved everything except for the sideburn. <laughs> and it's just real bad. Like he's wearing like the, just the best clothes I can get armor wise. Like this long sleeveless trench. Excellent. <laughs> It's funny, I picked up a, uh, like, I will go through my character when I pick up new clothes and obviously just equip whatever the max armor is, but I have a hat that gives me, like, a plus five armor or something stupid, mm -hmm. but it's like a Jason Mraz hat. Yeah, I, I have that too. I won't put it on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I, uh, I have a cowboy hat on it. now. Nice. Now, right now, <laughs> like, I refuse to put any headwear on because, like, I specifically chose a hairstyle that I wanted to see, you know? And, yeah. like, every time I put on, like, a hat or something, it changes the hairstyle. I'm like, yeah. this isn't the hair I chose. I want to see my cool, like, 2015 Miley Cyrus shaved side head and, like, the hair just kind of flopped over, you know? I want to see that. I want to see my pink and blue, you know, side flop. I would Bonus. argue that was more of a 90s haircut. <laughs> well, you know, Jesse... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I'm playing as a lady person. You guys, are you guys playing as as the male V or the female V? Because I heard female. I I picked a female because like I heard like a lot of the dialogue and stuff changes. And let me tell you, there's a lot the the term bitch is thrown around quite a quite a lot. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 interesting. I when it, so whenever I played Mass Effect. I played through as Fem Shep, and so anytime you see Mass Effect, I think of Fem Shep, and when I see Mister mm -hmm. Shep, what's the other <laughs> one called? I know it's Fem Shep. Is it just Shep? That's not fair. It's Mister Shep. That's Mister Shep to you. <laughs> whenever, whenever I see Mass Effect and I see him, I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, that's right. People could play as uh, had another choice. So whenever this game was coming out, I'm like, I'm definitely gonna play as. The lady. Like, I just assumed that mm -hmm. I would. Like, when but you hear when the you character think... named V, like, too, like, V just sounds v like a... Vagina. Oh, well, that's, that's not <laughs> yeah. where my head was going. I was just like, oh, well, that... V sounds like a nickname for a girl named, like, Vicky or Victoria or whatever. Like, you just call her V, yeah. so... Um, and I thought I was going to play as a lady, and then for whatever reason, when it came time to create the character, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play as myself. Like, in this game, like, I'm just gonna try to like be me. So, I made a character that looks as much like me 
as possible. They got the the six pack abs right, so that's good. <laughs> good. <All right. laughs> but uh, so I played as a, I'm playing as a boy, and he looks like me. My second playthrough, I'll probably play through as a lady. Hmm. So, uh, Jesse, you said you're playing as some punk rocker chick. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of going like. Like more off of like the uh, well, I didn't make a, make her look like her, but I was thinking like more of like the long the lines of storm, you know, storm with her uh, mm-hmm. with her punk her punk storm kind of look. Yeah, the um, that mohawk. You got the mohawk, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Can't have storm yeah, without so a mohawk. It's just not canon anymore. Yeah. Sorry, Halle Berry. Yeah. So. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. So I did the. Uh, did the mohawk and blue it's blue though um and blue hair for most of my stuff and then like they i kind of wish that they would have let you change the color schemes of the uh the lip makeup stuff but they just kind of have a whole bunch of presets and you can't really change the colors of the individual parts because like i picked one that was like red lipstick with with a little line down the middle of it Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, down the middle of your lip, and uh, it, and I made that blue. It was uh, there. They had one that was the blue over red, but I kind of wish they would have let you pick the colors of each individual part of that. But hmm. yeah, the like as far as the the creative character goes, like yeah, there's you know they've got a they've got a decent selection for. For that style of where you're not really actually getting to, like, literally pick different parts of the body and adjust them mm-hmm. to how you want to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's what I was imagining when people were talking about this originally. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so that was kind of a letdown. But, but I mean, it, you know, it, it works. It, it's fine. You know, like, I, the wrestling games still, in my opinion, have... <laughs> are the are are the best. I want like, s- there's just so much you can do in those. I want to say that Monster Hunter World and Mass Effect Andromeda have some of the best character creators in my mind. And mm-hmm. I thought we were going to have that here, but yeah, those are pretty close to the wrestling stuff. With the wrestling stuff, like you can change every Y and X axis, like place, you know, like position of every little bit of every single part of the body or thing that's on the body like i mean it's insane like i i used to spend like like a day just creating a character like Mm -hmm. it would just i could literally spend all day long just working on one character because me and my friends would make other wrestlers from other federations that aren't in the game Mm -hmm. and we would make make them so then they, they are in the game and then people also would share them online so you could download them and stuff like that. But So I would, if they had that as an option, I would love to see a game do like a webcam thing. And like, just like, I just want to like screen yeah. cap my face mm-hmm. and put it in. I don't care if I have to use like my phone app so I can like move it around. So it gets an accelerometer and then you upload it into the game. But like, if I get that level of detail, I just want to, I don't want to spend the time trying to make me. I just mm-hmm. want to like, scan my face and my face be in it mm-hmm. yeah but uh no connect support so yeah yeah well. <laughs> josh playing as a pretty boy 
Uh, he's nice, not that pretty, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm playing as male V. Uh, I did the street path to start with. Uh, and I'm glad that I chose that because a lot of my friends went with like all, literally almost all of my friends went with female V. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of mine was like, I just, I, again, I wanted a character that looked kind of similar to me. Um, but also like, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying not, and I'm trying not to spoil anything, but we are going to talk act one. So like the whole plot line, it starts up with Johnny Silverhand and Rogue and all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of tried to create a character because, like, I had an angling that, like, okay, you're gonna do a lot with Johnny with Keanu and stuff. Like, so I want to make a character that looks like it blends into that. Like, what's the kind of guy that someone like Johnny Silverhand, like, what does he look like that somebody like him would want to go get a beer with? It's kind of where I started at, and I just went from there. Um. So I like that, but beyond the create a character, I really like the customization in the game when you start getting your implants mm-hmm. and your bionics and stuff. Like it doesn't necessarily like change the way that you look really, but I think that is another entire layer to this. It's not just upgrading your guns and your loadout and your clothes and whatnot. Like your implants make a massive, massive difference. I wish they like were a little bit more visible. Like some of the late game ones are. Uh, for example, there is there is one. It's not a spoil. It's not a spoiler. Like it is, it is in the game. It is one of the most expensive upgrades I found. But for fifty, sixty thousand dollars in game, you can get blades that come out of your fucking arms. Like the uh, like that and, reveal trailer. Yes, and I want them. I want them real bad. But you can't get them until <clears> you're <throat> literally almost at the end. Like I am just now able to afford them without spending every last dime that I have. And I still yeah. don't know if I want to buy them. But so things like that, like I, I have a missile launcher on my arm, guys. It's awesome. Nice. I have a missile launcher. It's like I, I have the I have War Machine's ex-wife missile in my arm. That's it's awesome. fantastic. But it, it's things like that that I think just keep adding to this level of customization in the game. That it does things that other games don't. I mean. You have multiple slots for every single thing. So, like, skeleton, you've got multiple slots. Arms, legs. You get legs that allow you to double jump. Ones that allow you to do a super jump. And that allows you to reach areas you couldn't get to. Um, That's really cool. That adds to the whole idea of explore this city your way. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just love it. Like... You, you can customize your vehicles you know which ones you want you want to drive a bike you want to drive like a literal tank like what do you want to drive there there are some <laughs> amazing segments in this game you know without spoiling anything like there are some absolutely incredible moments and my only real gripe I guess, when it comes down to the characters is i hate how the character i am discovering and building in my side quests is not really reflected in the main quest because I'm forced to make certain decisions in the main quest. And I'm like, well, I don't think my V would handle the situation any of these ways. Like the V that I've created in my side quests, like after 30 hours is one that I feel like really like the way I play a lot of RPGs is like cares about his friends, cares about his teammates, things like that. Like, you know, commits to them, would do anything for them. And it's like, in the main quest, like, you're just kind of an asshole, like, over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, give me a different option, damn it. Yeah, I know. I want, I, 
I want the relationship you have with Jackie to be the one you have with everybody in the game. Yeah. I want something well, like when I was like when I was doing some of the side stuff with with Jackie, like or not some of like like uh, it only gave me asshole options too. Like some of the, yeah. like I'm just like, well, this isn't the relationship they clearly have built with this character here, right? Like it, it's it, you guys are like you guys are like it seems like you're like siblings almost and like best friends like you shouldn't be like an asshole you know yeah it's it's annoying and i don't know like i think that's one of my biggest gripes it's not necessarily like the character creator like i think the character creator is still really impressive even if it falls a little short of what we thought we were gonna get things like that it is still top notch it's still one of the better ones out there but like you guys said you know like the wrestling ones mass effect andromeda like those are better ones i like that they let me build my own v instead of forcing me down a path similar mm-hmm. to like uh Geralt, for example or Geralt, excuse me from the witcher like that's a predefined path like this is based off a tabletop game of course you should be able to make your own character but i'm curious how if the street paths will ever really mean anything outside of the unique prologues and outside of like scattered dialogue, if maybe they'll come back to that in future DLCs. Like, I hope they do because I was like, Oh my God, like this seems really cool. Like this seems like it's going to be really unique. And after the, like the opening 10 minutes, it didn't seem unique anymore. It didn't so seem like it mattered. I have heard that depending on what path you take later in the game, only certain things are available if you have one of these paths. So, okay. like, so I, I know for sure that with choosing the Nomad path, there are certain characters that I will get to interact with that neither of the two of you will. And I assume that they would do that for the other ones as well. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm almost certain that it... You might not realize that you're given an option that nobody else has, but I am like 90% sure you will have something like that. So that's interesting that you say that because I, I haven't I hadn't heard that yet. So I, I like hearing that. And I'm kind of curious now who you got to interact with that I didn't because there is an entire side quest line with the nomads mm-hmm. that I've grabbed. It's my second favorite quest line in the entire game. Like so far, it's my second favorite. Mm-hmm. And it has one of my two favorite NPCs of like the last several years. I I think I got to interact with quite a bit of them and do some pretty crazy shit out there. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to know, like, uh, so like a lot of my experiences have been I get unique dialogue mm-hmm. in certain, especially as I get farther into the game. I feel like I'm getting more and more dialogue choices um, for street level, especially when it comes to like talking to net runners. Um, people like that man if that's the case i'm gonna end up doing another save and i'm not happy about it i don't really want to play through the prologue again yeah (laughs) but the side like so i i guess like while we're talking about characters and characterization like one of the things i was trying to hit on was i don't think that there's a really good connection between the side quest and the main quest like they operate completely independently of each other which is a little funky um like in a lot of other RPGs, like things that you do in side quests or main quests will affect and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And here it doesn't seem like that really happens. Like everybody's just urgent whenever they call you. Like, I need you right away. I need you right now. I need you right now. And there's like, there's been one quest where I've had a consequence. One. And it was one at the very beginning of the game. And that was it. 
Mm -hmm. I've never had another consequence for ignoring something or for a dialogue option I've given or anything. Yeah. Like, but the side quests in this game, like, well, I don't know if we can talk characterization without talking about how stellar some of these characters are. Like, we know that a lot of the side plots started as things that they wanted to do with the campaign and scrapped. Um, and there's there's two maybe three side plots that I've encountered so far that I would definitely agree feel like they were originally part of the main quest and they since have not been but those care at least one of those characters is still very very much tied to the end of the game um and I don't know like I think you at times have really stupid side quests in this game some of the gigs are really dumb. You have to go do some of the cyber psycho stuff. Like, that's like mini bosses. Like, full on mini boss. But mm -hmm. then you also have really dumb things like having to find automated cars that are on the loose. And when it's things like that, like, I don't want to spoil any of those because some of those are genuinely hilarious. It's like, this is funny, but it's really taking me out of the otherwise, like, great immersion of this world. And it's like, I, I get, like, not everything, it doesn't need to be completely dark and brooding. There needs to be some funny stuff, but I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? I, I know that y'all aren't really out of Act 1 yet, but in terms of, like, side characters, like, has anybody in particular in Act 1 grabbed y'all's attention? Uh, I mean, I besides... think there's one that grabbed it for all of us. <clears throat> I mean, besides, besides Jackie, uh, the... I forget what her name is, but the the girl with the green hair that gives you the Judy! yeah the Judy? the brain the the brain was it what's it called the brain dream brain dance brain Judy. dance yeah uh, just for Judy Judy and then the uh, her I'm assuming her girlfriend or her partner or whatever uh, that that whole thing was cool Vic is pretty cool uh, I, I've enjoyed the interactions with Vic who's uh, the 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 fixer the ripper or whatever they're calling him uh, uh, mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh he's cool uh i really i was really intrigued by the uh the whole tower kind of mission you know like uh watching uh them kind of talk and and hiding in the server closet thing and and trying to get like that whole mission was cool and uh the way that uh you know this this was kind of part of the the showing at either e3 or one of the things where like dex like when you go into his uh thing and say you don't have have the chip or whatever and like you go into the bathroom and you, you either have the choice of like stepping away or breaking the mirror or whatever and you walk out of the bathroom and you're like he comes out and like straight up tries to murder you right and like the the whole sequence of you cr crawling out of the dump or whatever was really uh cool you know and 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 i don't know this this whole opening act has like sucked me in every every part of it like literally almost every single part of it there's even like you're waiting to see dex and there was a bartender that you could have this whole half hour conversation with about Oh, how long have you worked here? Why? How do you know everything about Dex? Like, how do you know the people that are working for him? You know, like there, there's that type of thing too. That's just like, man, I could just sit here and talk to these people, and they have full dialogue trees. It's, it's fascinating how, like, yeah. it's it's those things that, like, despite like, 
the bad kind of dialogue stuff. Like I, if I hear the word biz one more time or deets or like all these words that are just shortened for no reason <laughs> that just makes like, me want to rip what's left of my hair out. Like, would you say it's sus? <laughs> there, there, Corey, there, there's one more word you're going to get real tired of hearing the deeper and deeper you get into this game. And that is the word Delta. If I have to hear them say Delta out of there one more time, I'm actually going to rip my headset off because I'm so tired of every single mission. Somebody says it. Yeah. Somebody says it to me. It's it's like the the dialogue. Some of the dialogue is definitely like, oh, we're really trying way too hard here. But like outside of that, like outside of like the the dialogue, it's like the world, the world itself is so intriguing. And just like you go in like like the what's his name? Adam Smasher or whatever, like the big Mm -hmm. robot dude. That's just like it's just a head on a mech suit. Pretty much. He's just like. Oh, it's yeah, really. Uh, I don't know, man. There, there's so many characters and like that I've interacted with so far that are just like super interesting. And and then when you do the whole, uh, Joe, this is the part that you're probably about to get to the whole, uh, Johnny Silverhand mission where you're playing as him and you meet Rogue and uh, uh, who's the other girl that's with them? That's like they're spider monkey yeah spider monkey are just like like rogue and spider monkey are super cool characters too and uh yeah i i'm just i'm really into this game i <laughs> like i can't wait till the show's over so i can just go play it for like an hour or two before i go to bed so yeah well i mean i guess when we're talking about npcs i want to specifically take a second to talk about johnny because this is something that I, it didn't bother me at first, but it is, it's been wearing on me the deeper and deeper I get into the game, the more I spend time with it. They put, and I understand why you paid this man, probably a King's ransom to be in your game. There is way, way too much Keanu Reeves in this game. Um, I'm at the point where if I could mute every time that Johnny Silverhand talks, I would mute it without hesitation. Um, I'm just so tired of hearing him listen. Uh, it's always, it's, and this isn't a spoiler. I mean, like based off the trailers we've seen, the footage we've seen of him, it is always condescending. It's obnoxious. He's got, you know, he's got his mind on one thing and one thing only. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, I'm so tired of listening to you talk. Can you please just stop? Can you stop talking for even like five minutes please like i you don't need to interject every time i do something in a side quest or anytime i do anything like you you don't need to be popping up there's no reason for you to be popping up in some of these quests i do and i do have to say like i, I don't mean to interrupt you but i do uh, yeah. just to play off what you're saying i am surprised at how much i don't like that character so okay at Johnny, this point you are not supposed to like johnny silverhand like if you i'm, I'm gonna say like and not not to sound like obnoxious or superior or anything but but i'm gonna go ahead and assume that like like me like most of us don't know much about the cyberpunk board game or about the pen and paper game excuse me the table i am an expert at cyberpunk okay that sounds about right Corey. that tracks perfectly i bet you and your wife play it every weekend we do okay i'm uh uh fly guys silver pants that's my name Mm -hmm. 
but so like the guys that you meet in these in the flashbacks in the Johnny Silverhand missions are all the original characters of the pen and paper game. Like this is the farthest they've gone in this universe, the farthest into the future. Like they had Cyberpunk 2020, they've done Cyberpunk Red, Cyberpunk 3, things like that. This is the farthest and the actual writer of the source books, the creator of this universe consulted on the game almost daily with them. And was like the one who's like, no, like Johnny Silverhand has to be an asshole. You have to make him an asshole. He's not a good guy. He's a, he's a dick. And he is. He's a complete dick. Like, if you haven't surmised it after the first mission, you're going to surmise it the farther you get into the game. And I, I have no idea if this is accurate, but supposedly the guy who uh, dubs all of Keanu's lines for in Spanish, his longtime dubber or something, was like, oh, yeah, he, really, he enjoyed the script so much when CD Projekt Red gave it to him. He requested that they double his screen time in the game and double his dialogue. And it feels, it feels like that's what happened, frankly. Like, I was already feeling really winded, and then I read that interview, and I was like, holy crap, this is ridiculous. Like, I enjoy it, but there's a point when, it, and I, like, understand part of the charm is he's supposed to be a, uh, he's supposed to be a loser. You're not supposed to like this guy. But, like, he's more myth. Nobody knows who the real man was. And you start finding out who the man was, and you're like, wow, this dude has some serious issues. Like, you start finding out his backstory. You find out, you know, what, what he did even before the events of the flashbacks. Like, whoa, like, this dude is super messed up in the head. It's a fascinating character study, but we're not supposed to like this. And that's so off-brand for a Keanu Reeves character for us to not like him. We think of him as Neo or as John Wick. We don't think of him as an asshole. Mm -hmm. And it, it really Bill comes down to either or yeah. Bill and Ted. Yeah, it comes down to the other characters around him to humanize him a little bit. His interactions with the other NPCs, not just in the flashbacks, but, you know, some of the stuff you do in the current day. Like, it comes down to that to make him almost more likable. His relationship with V is just, it feels very one-sided. Mm -hmm. And that's when I say that I don't feel like it's the same character I've developed in my side quests. The interactions with Johnny are mainly what I'm talking about. Like, there are times when you are given only the opportunity or the option to be an ass to people. And not just Johnny, but in general. And it's like, this isn't who my character is. I'm going to need you all to give me, like, take one of these five dialogue options you gave me and make one of them where I'm not an ass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my issue with it, I think. Hmm. Yeah, but, I just... I, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was going to say, like, that whole, like, mission where he's, like, he he leaves whatever this i mean i get i don't want to spoil anything but that whole mission in between what the end of act one and the beginning of act two is just kind of like yeah oh i didn't realize that this character was going to be this guy you know yeah so oh uh, and a lot, a lot of people did yeah because i mean like you said like you just assume oh keanu reese he's going to be the good guy he's going to be your partner in crime and you guys are going to go rock cyberpunk guitars and drink beers and shoot guys <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Like that's what I thought was going to happen. And like the whole, mm -hmm. I like, kind of, I guess, twist or point of the whole, like the whole story of the game, I guess, moving forward is, is like, this is what's going to happen. It's like, Oh, okay. I, I guess I got to change what I think of <laughs> this right now. So, yeah. 
But for every for every Johnny Silverhand in the game that annoys me, and I want to be really clear, like the character may annoy me, but I feel he's obviously a phenomenally captured character, phenomenally mm-hmm. acted, line delivery, everything. I still think he's really well well written for the most part, even if he's just there to be a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You also have incredible other NPCs that will affect your endings going forward and your romantic choices. Um, two NPCs in particular in this three, three NPCs in particular stand out to me in the game outside of Johnny and that's Johnny and Jackie. Like I'm not going to count either of them. Um, And you'll meet two of them over the course of the main quest. And one of them at the very, one of them is a side quest. You can actually miss his entire plot if you don't go do it. Uh, But that's river ward. Uh, He's an investigator with the police department. Judy, of course, we love Judy. Everybody loves Judy. If you don't love Judy, check your mind. Get out. Get out. Turn off the pod. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my personal favorite in the game is Pan Am, uh, who's one of the nomads. And e- each one of their quest lines are just so incredibly unique to who they are as a character and what their personality is that you can't help but love them. Each one of those plot threads requires a completely different way of playing and interacting and talking with them. And it's really cool. Like this is part of what we talk about. We talk about an evolving world. Like things you'll do in these quest lines will start appearing on the TV screens throughout the city. When you're on the elevators and they're like their little stealth loading area. It's like you'll see them on there. You'll hear about it on the radio. Uh, when you boot up the game, you'll see them talk about it. And I think that's just really, really cool. Things you're doing are affecting the overall world around you. Even if they were just a side job and they're not really a side job anymore. You did an entire side plot without knowing it. Yeah. And like I think that, that's all really cool. Like speaking of side characters and stuff like I, I like the the characters that are like so well acted like mm-hmm. in in act 1 Dex is uh you know the the guy that you're working for uh you saw him in the trailer is a kind of bigger like black dude that kind of gives you the this mission to go take something whatever and it kind of it's kind of like the whole plot of act 1 uh he's like super well acted and super well done and like i'm like oh well he's probably like He's probably not like the main villain, but he's probably going to stick around for a while. He's probably like a second in command to someone, whatever. And like at the end of Act One, like when you're crawling out of the the, the dumpster, like straight up just gets shot. And you know, like in like I was like, oh well, he was so incredibly well acted and and animated and <laughs> was such a force in this whole first act that it's like, oh well, you're if you like, I can't wait to see you like characters that give you a 20 to 30 minute or 20 to 30 hour kind of story arc. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, I like, I, I don't know what this game's trying to say in terms of like messaging or anything, if it's even trying to say anything at all sometimes, but like what these actors are given it, they're just, it's incredible. Like it's just it's, it's, every person that I've interacted with so far feels like, I don't know how, Normally in a in a game, an RPG like this, when you start interacting with someone, you know, be like, oh, this is a throwaway mission. I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you don't know any of that when you start playing this game. You're like, okay, I this feels important. This feels important. They're talking to me. They're saying a lot of stuff. Like the it's got good voice acting. It's got good uh, animation. Like there's and you're like, okay, I have to I have to do this. Everything kind of feels like equally important. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have to kind of default back to it's like, oh, what do I want to do? Which is very interesting because like in Mass Effect, you can very easily tell be like, these are side quest people. Because there's no cutscene, there's no like intimate, like you guys are actually talking. It's a very clear, like very dry back and forth. Um, and it's you don't have that in this game at all, which is it it makes the game more difficult from playing a game from like a game point of view, but it's way more immersive. Mm-hmm. It the the side quests are so well done in this game mm-hmm. that I want to do them all. Like gigs are one thing, actual side missions though, like I want to do them all. They're so even chasing down runaway cars is unique in this game. Like each one of the cars <laughs> you hunt down has a different personality. I think that's really cool and really unique. Like that's the even if something as simple as like, oh, so and so wants you to tail their wife because they think they're cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And you trail them and you go there and you find out like, oh, she's not cheating on him. Like there's actually a reason why she's here and she explains it and like begs you not to tell her husband. You have two choices. You can tell him the truth or not. And, you know, like if you don't, you're just an asshole at that point. Like, mm-hmm. but if you tell him the truth, like, there's more dialogue that comes out. Like, you'll finish a job, and several hours or a couple days of in-game time later, you'll st- you'll get text messages, like, telling you what kind of what happened after those. Like, the characters involved in those missions will reach out to you. And that's just so creative to me. That's so mm-hmm. inherently unique and not something that I expect from an RPG even of this caliber. Like, I don't mm-hmm. remember ever seeing that in an RPG before. Maybe I'm just naive, but I genuinely don't remember playing a game that does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's, I, I don't really know. I, I'm still, like, kind of just floored at how much I'm, like, really mm-hmm. just in already, like, already invested in this game. Because, like, when I play an open world game, like you, you look at something like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is probably the last huge open world game I put a ton of time into, right? Like I was invested in like Cassandra as a character, but like Joe was saying, like you play some of these games and like you go to do the side missions and like these characters, like some of their mouths don't even move, right? Cause like, oh, well, it's just a random side quest for this random side character and you got to go kill like. 20 soldiers or whatever and come back and deliver the cheese that they stole from them or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just like, like even at the beginning, like the first mission when you kind of like, after you do the tutorial stuff, you go in and you're like going into this place and you're trying to find this, uh, this woman and you go in and you have to like fight your way through her apartment building and you see these two bodies in the tub, right? Like that's, and like you're carrying the body out to the, the her balcony so the the medics can come and take her away and fix her or whatever. And it's just like, man, I I've never been so invested in like a start out mission in my life. <laughs> it was I don't know. It's just it's been incredible. It's been an incredible experience and it's just like reinvigorated something in gaming for me for some somehow, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they found a good way to not have I, – I can't stress this enough how much it doesn't feel like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From like an open world perspective. And almost every open world is always goes back to like GTA. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, think of it, it's, like, it's like GTA but this. Like even Red Dead Redemption is Grand Theft Auto. 
in the Wild West. Grand Theft Auto with horses. Yeah. Yeah. And this game not only finds a way to not be that, it does not feel like Grand Theft Auto in, I would say, almost any way, other than the fact that it's an open world. And they also found a way to make the video game aspects of a open world, because usually that's the separation. As soon as you get into like video game type stuff, it creates that separation where it stops you from going fully immersed into something. But those video game aspects are now part of the game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like all like your your HUD stuff is explained with like your retinal implants. Yeah. And like every everything kind of feels like this is something that you would because it doesn't look like a video game because it's like, oh, this is my character would see this. Like my character feels like it's seeing this. It's not like me, the player, is getting something that the character in game isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I find that so insane. And I'm that's what excites me most. And that's what I want to I keep playing is just like I want to I want to see everything that I want to see all the stuff that took that like a game. Uh, cripes. How long was this? Seven years. What, this game was it was announced made? in what Eight 2012 years. it was announced in 2012 it didn't actually enter even pre-production until 2015 okay so the, I, like there's five years worth of content in here well or more in this game that like i'm i want to see i want to find out i want to like I've, i know that i've just like barely scratched the surface and just knowing how easy it is like you seriously spend the opening cinematic as soon as you select your character and you do that uh the basic whatever class you've chosen or whatever backstory you've chosen Mm -hmm. once you get to night city you and your main character that lock stock to smoking barrels that guy richie type cutscene thing i'm assuming we all had a very similar cutscene that they do without a pre-rendered animation that they do in first person but it's still so effective for making you like to build a history between the two characters and let you know, like that you've established yourself a little bit it is so great. It was something that was, I thought I was playing for the first second. I'm like, Oh, I'm here. I gotta, I gotta do this. And like, and then you realize that you can't, that you're watching something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such effective storytelling in mm-hmm. a game that they could have absolutely got away with not doing. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to, t- they don't have to be this well, crafted of a story in an open world type environment and they did it anyway and that is so awesome yeah i uh felt like i when they said that they were because like originally i think they said that you could do third or first person what probably like 2017 when they were first starting to talk about when it was coming out and stuff and i was like oh cool i'll probably play this game third person i like third person whatever action open world rpgs whatever and they said they took away the third person stuff. I was like, oh man, this I, I'm not like unless I'm playing like Destiny or Halo or something. First person RPGs are just kind of like not my thing, you know. I, I, but like, like you said, like probably two hours in, I totally forgot that I even wanted a third person game, and like that the first person mm-hmm. storytelling stuff was so effective that I was just like, man, this is like, it it made me more invested in my v you know like it made me mm-hmm. more invested in there oh go ahead oh no i sorry i was done go oh i was just gonna say i i agree with you like i i actually like kind of forgot that it was going to be in first person until i booted the game up 
And I was kind of like, huh, I don't get a third person option, which is a little weird. Like, you don't actually really get to see your character unless you look in the mirror, like mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It serves as like a vanity thing for your uh, your menu. You also can't change your appearance at all once you start the game, which is another really weird choice. There is no way to change your hair, your scars, your t- tattoos, nothing throughout the game. Which is weird and, because and that the really whole thing weird. is about augmenting your body. <laughs> Yeah, so that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, But there are some parts of this game that just are really, really weird in first person. Like, I've had times in first person where, like, I sit down in a chair and there's something sitting on the table and it's (laughs) super, super pixelated. Or, like, the beer bottle is just massive in my face, but it's Mm -hmm. just, like... 12 pixels because it's so bad and i'm like oh my like the the food in front of me is just like it's a blot it's it's a big brown dot it's <clears> nothing else i get supposed to be chili or something and there's some sausages <laughs> on it well i thought it's tots really like tots and an egg on it though they do not have tots and an egg you monster <laughs> uh and i'll add this in too uh the uh, so one of the really cool first person things is the brain dances. Mm-hmm. The brain dances are really cool. That's something that I feel is truly unique to this game. When you start like learning how to edit them and stuff, like go through the different layers, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. As you start doing that and delving more and more into them, they become key to a lot of quest lines. I love there's four different ways that you can view these things. Uh, it's fantastic, and for the inner storyteller in me, I love that. Something I don't like in first person is sex scenes. It's really awkward. <laughs> it's just, really, just like real life. It's it's not though. It's so weird. It's it's like uncomfortably weird. I bet and PlayStation players get that haptic feedback. I bet it feels really real. Jesus Christ, Corey. Well then they put their PSVR on. Huh? <laughs> Jesus, y'all need help. It's, uh, it's no, we're weird. we're all married, Josh. It's fine. There is a particular one that is just very, very weird. Um, and I guess like, well, Joe, you played as male V, right? Yeah. All right, you'll get there eventually. You'll know it when you see it. It's just a, it's a weird moment. You're like, you, like, does your character just like go like this? Um, Man, I didn't think about that. I'm a female V. I'm probably gonna. This is, this is gonna be a new, brand new world for me. I guess uh, you, can, you can have sex with ladies still, though. I know, but so it, you only have. This isn't a spoiler because, like, it's kind of been made clear at this point. You have there is one male and one female you can romance depending on your gender. There are only four total in the entire game. Hmm. That's cool. that seems uh, yeah. Feel like it's, they should have gone the uh, Assassin's Creed route, where you can just, you know, kind of walk up to anybody and press just, X and like, just go just, in their little hut em. for a minute. Just fuck them. Yep. <laughs> hmm. it, it's it's a little it's a little strange. It's like, huh? Like now, don't get me wrong. I feel like I actually like built a bond with these characters as opposed to an Assassin's Creed where you just press X to bone. I don't need like, a, I don't need a bond for that. I, no. Just, I, I called, feel like called romance. Yeah, Corey, you uncultured swine. I know, I'm terrible human. (laughs) Uh, uh, I feel like there's a personal component, though, to the characters you can romance in this game. And I like as a result, you have 
again, some of the best stories in the game with those characters because you build a bond with them. I wish it mattered more, though. Like, give me the fallout route. Let them accompany me on missions. Let them let them fight by my side. Like, I just I did all this bullshit for them. They can repay me now. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, there's some bullshit I did for these people. Like they they can they can pucker up and help out. Well, hmm. did you do it for them or did you do it to get the romance option? I did it for both. <laughs> so, it sounds like so it sounds like you already got something then. It sounds like there's some I got stuff something. I want more. I want more. <laughs> it sounds like there's some butt stuff in this game. <laughs> I mean, there definitely would be. There there was butt stuff. Pucker up. Butt stuff. If I can pick up a studded dildo, I, there better be butt stuff. There's a lot. <laughs> well, that, and yeah, and see, and that's what I was dildos. thinking. Being a female character, can I just choose to not have a romance with anyone except for yeah, you just don't with the toy? To. No, you don't have to. Like that's the thing. Like it doesn't force oh, them okay. on you. It'll always give you another dialogue option rather okay. than initiating the romance because i mean oh, it's like okay. any other game you got to jump through like you got to do you got to do uh skill checks and things like that speech checks throughout okay. their quest lines in order to get that option and even when the time comes you can you can fully reject it like okay. for example it's even if you click on them like i found this out with a character that i hit a romance option with it's male v that you can't do uh the person rejected it was like whoa 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 like we're just like we're really close like they they were like no we're friends that's it i don't swing that way and oh, they friend zoned like, you yeah they, they definitely <laughs> friend zoned me but it was like it doesn't affect your standing with that character though they're still gonna mm -hmm. message you and like be a part of your journey going forward mm -hmm. you're still got that option just they will not be a romantical option strain you definitely like a friend zone Oh, it's absolutely still text a you and keep you around. I had to do all sorts of stuff for them, and I got nothing out of it. So. <laughs> I don't think Josh knows what friendship is. I think anyone listening needs to message Josh. And Josh needs some friends, guys. Follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore Finn. Send him point. some nice, friendly uh, what DMs. What friendship is to you? Mm -hmm. We need the... Uh, is that uh, going to be next no week's combat question, ending, Greg? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's not food related. I'm down. What, yeah. What, yeah. What, what foods personify friendship for you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything and spaghetti. everything. Spaghetti and meatballs. Pizza. Little Debbie. <laughs> Pizza. Little, little Debbie's cake. Ice cream. Yeah. Pizza and ice cream. What are you, a twelve-year-old child? <laughs> uh, I once. <laughs> sure. That was the best. <laughs> um, all right. So, is there is there anything like? And I, I know Josh, you brought up some things to me in a in the in our DMs that like. There's some things that kind of rubbed you the wrong way. Uh, uh, is there anything yeah. that you guys are just like? I can't believe this is here, or like I just I'm not feeling this part of it, or whatever. Driving. The driving is ass. I I understand that, and I don't know if this is true or not. I assume that if I get a better car, and if, I assume that if I is there like an advance for driving? Like, is there like an no. RPG element to driving? It, it does not get better. I heard that motorcycles are way better than cars. That's all I've I heard. I will only drive motorcycles now. Okay. I tried driving a sports car, and I had the fuzz after me. So that's that's the one thing. Like when I got in. 
Now I have an Elite Series 2, and I play almost only first-person shooters or shooters. Mm-hmm. So I have my triggers set to, like, no pull to them. It's just, like, yeah. off mm-hmm. or on. And let me tell you that, like, I went tried to drive the car, and it's just, like, spinning and just sliding all around. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to take these triggers back a little bit. And you really, like, have to, like, you can't floor it. And I, and I get that that's, mm-hmm. like, a realistic element, but also, like, mm-hmm. it's it's a tough argument to sell. It's like, hey, the driving is super realistic. But like, yeah, but I got, like, cables coming out of my fucking arms and I can plug into a computer and, like, scan cameras with my mind and turn them off and on. Like, maybe maybe I should just drive a little bit better, right? Maybe that would be okay. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, it's I definitely don't like the driving the bikes are they the bikes handle normally i feel hmm. so it was uh, deliberate I, to make the car shitty <laughs> yeah the, the the bikes bikes are definitely the way to go in this game if you can do it um other than that i just suck it up every time i have to drive a car or a delivery van because they're just awful um hey that's like part of the charm of it almost is like it's so bad I've never had a game other than Skyrim encourage me to use fast traveling so freaking much. But by <laughs> God, you did it, Cyberpunk. You did it. I fast travel or ride a bike everywhere because driving a car is simply not an option in this universe. I haven't fast traveled uh, yet. You have like Mass Effect terminals, right? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds... One thing I will so Corey Corey said I brought up some stuff in RDFs that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, for me, one of the things that really kills the immersion is some of the in-game ads, some of the billboards that are just like plastered in your face. Hmm. Um, there is one in particular that is really bothering me, and I guess I would be less bothered if there was like. So we had to add an epilepsy warning into this game because mm-hmm. the original brain dance sequence was real bad. Like it was a lot of flashing lights. It was giving me a headache. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there was a, actually one of the people who reviewed it um, had a seizure from it. You're talking about yeah, the because, girl from Game Informer. Game Informer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess what they what they were using was basically what uh, doctors actually use in real life to create seizures so that one that wasn't a very good choice no that was a terrible (laughs) choice and look how quickly that was patched out too yeah it's like so why did this need to be like the the new animation for starting up a brain dance is totally fine um one of the ads in the game though makes light of suicide and I understand that this game is trying to be like, oh, you live in a you live in a super, you know, like uh, just a super edgy world and stuff like that. It's like, all right, like, listen, finding the dildos like on every street corner is taking me out of the immersion a little bit. But okay, that's something I can kind of laugh at and just ignore. When it's a big fucking ad that's just plastered in my face, though, I'm like. Really, did we need an image of a guy putting a revolver in his mouth and a line basically saying, don't let this be your corporate legacy and it advertising buying pills that seemingly would kill you instead? That's like that's some dark shit that I don't think needs to be in the game. Like there's a line between being edgy and like presenting something like in a realistic sense. And then there's something like that, that I don't even think belongs in the theater of the absurd. Like that is going to be triggering for people. Like 
that and there's mm-hmm. there's no sort of warning when you start up the game like hey there may be some there may be some sensitive content in here and I get it like we're buying a rated M game like there's gonna be stuff in there but that's mm-hmm. just like something for me like it feels just so wholly unnecessary that like I stop and see that and I'm like well I think that's gonna be it for me for tonight like I just mm-hmm. I don't know like maybe I'm just a really sensitive person uh, I just I don't think there's any sort of logical reasoning behind putting that in your game like what mm. would it what would it hurt your game to remove that yeah that's or like, like when some, the, some is... of the energy drink ads you see too that like seem to poke jokes at transgendered people like i don't like that kind of shit like why does that need to be in- it feels like they're pandering to a real specific audience with some of this stuff and not thinking of a bigger picture or just be like, oh, we're just putting this in here because we can. It's our game. We're going to be edgy. Like, imagine if the energy you had put towards writing those billboards or those ads had gone towards like working on some of the really shitty dialogue y'all gave to Johnny or that you gave to some of these other NPCs. Like, imagine if we could have fleshed them out a little bit more and not worked on billboards that are just obnoxious and take me out of the otherwise great time I'm having in this game. Yeah. That's like when they have like rape scenes and stuff in movies and it has nothing to do with anything. And it's like, did we really, did that really even need to be in this movie? Because it didn't serve any kind of plot or, Mm -hmm. you know, reason for, or, you know, just even just sex Mm -hmm. too in general, a lot of times, you know, like that will just be thrown in movies and have no, you know, no real plot or reason. But, yeah, like, so I, I completely understand what you're saying. Because, yeah, too many times things like that will be thrown in there. And, and like you said, they 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 sell it to us as being edgy. And it's like, no, it sounds just kind of more, like, lazy. Like, just, you know, didn't really, couldn't come up with something else better to, right. you know, yeah. put I mean- there. I haven't really seen any of like the suicide stuff. Like I, I've maybe I just haven't been looking, right? The... To be fair, it is easier to ignore them, but like once you've had it pointed out to you and like you see it after that, it's like oh well, I'm gonna keep seeing this, like because now I'm aware that it exists, you know? Yeah. Uh, so. The only ad that I've been seeing that's like really like this is this this seems kind of just kind of you're doing this because i think you think 12 year olds are going to play this game at some point too like i saw this one call it just said milf guard and it was just like this this woman in a cowboy hat with her legs spread open and just like i'm like okay this okay no so uh all right. Well, do we want to talk about anything else about this game? I know we've been talking about it for like an hour. Uh, the gunplay is better than it looks. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Bear with it. Bear with it. I was you actually also, leveling up your character greatly increases the gunplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually surprised at how well the game felt shooting. You know, like I was like, oh. I don't know. Am I going to get like some kind of weird fallout type shooting here because it's an RPG, but no, it was actually like surprisingly well done. So what did you guys do with your, with your stats in the beginning? Did you just even them out? Yes. Um, Okay. I put most of mine in like 
body and uh, the the one that makes you like move faster. Um, okay. I think it's resilience. Maybe. I might have dumped an extra one into body or into um, whatever the top one is. Mm. Like the top, top center and top left are the ones I dumped a lot of mine into beside, despite having a stealth build. Um, or that's the okay. way you're meant to play street. Um, I have found myself using pistols a lot more than I thought I would. Like, I don't like using bigger rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of, like, uh, I use a precision rifle a lot, though. And I found a good power shotgun. But, I mean, again, it took me, like, 20 hours of playing to find good weapons that I wanted to use that I wasn't just rotating for whatever the highest DPS I had was. Um, and actually like, trying to do a build. And, uh, like, one of the things I really like about the weapon system is if it's a rare or an iconic weapon you can dismantle it and you'll have the blueprint automatically. You can craft an at level version of that gun, which I really like because Ooh. then that oh, means, nice. like, Oh, cool. Like there were some perks that were special to this gun and I don't have them now. Like they weren't even acquired through mods. They were just special to that gun. Well, or if you picked it up off a named enemy or something like now you mm-hmm. can pick it up and, Oh, I can recraft this. That's really cool. I can bring it back 20 levels later. Like the the three burst electro pistol you get in one of the first missions, chaos. That's a really cool gun. It's basically useless after the prologue, though. After those first couple missions, that's after the one I've, I've been one. using. That's the gun. It's I've been essentially using. useless after that. Yeah. Like you can recraft that later on in the game, though, because you'll have that blueprint. Josh, uh, did you unlock the sixth perk? No, no, I did not. I don't know how you unlock that. I yeah, I don't. I just know that there's like a one at the bottom that's like yeah. all staticky if you go i, I have not unlocked right. it i haven't been able to figure out how to i think that may be something that is done in dlc okay so that's my personal thought if anybody else has if anybody has unlocked that six perk let us know because i'm really curious i've put 30 hours in this game and haven't hit it yet so it's driving no, it's yeah <laughs> equip this for driving is no longer ass that's all it is yeah it's just a toggle <laughs> off or on. You, yeah. you, 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 get to, you get to drive Roach around instead of a car. That'd be <laughs> hilarious, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, gunplay, a whole lot better than it looks. Experiment with builds, experiment with mods, upgrade your exoskeleton. It's all great. Don't worry about buying cars. You'll be given stuff throughout the missions and throughout side quests and things like that. Just bear with it. Some of the Easter eggs are great in this. Hideo Kojima's in this game. Have you all found it yet? I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, he's in one of the intro missions. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, When you go to the bar for the first time, he's there. I know that famous streamer, uh, I forget what her name is, is in it too. And she's. There's a lot of people in this. She wants people to take pictures of of them with her and send them to her, and she'll share them on her on her Twitter or something like that. Yeah, Alana so. Pierce is in the game over in the junkyard. Um, mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima's in it. There's like there's nods to like other games and other like action franchises. There's a particular great, particularly great one about Mortal Kombat that I really nice. like, and I'm curious to see if anybody picks up on it. Anyone um, else looking forward to that movie? <laughs> No, <laughs> no. I'll get, I'll get to watch it for this free. game. Does it does so many things good? Uh, I really, really feel like the good outweighs the bad right now. Yeah, but I'm excited to finish it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely like 
I have the I have only experienced like one bug, uh, and it was at the end of the like the heist mission where you go and take the 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 flat head uh, spider bot thing. Uh, we're at the end of the mission. Jackie wouldn't walk out of the building, so I couldn't finish the mission and talk to him. Uh, and I had to redo that whole mission, but that was like the only thing. That would be brutal. Yeah, it kind of yeah. sucked. But I had saved it. Like every time I made it through a room, I had like uh, a quick save, scum save. Yeah. So it was. Uh, uh, I I don't know. I overall thoughts over like just at the uh, just to wrap this up. Uh, I don't know, man. I think it. I think it might be up there for my favorite games of the year. I mean, not that I've played a lot of great games this year for sure, but uh, right now it's sitting at the top. For a $60 game, now granted it's not optimized yet for the new consoles, when the new Call of Duty cost me $70, there's way more in Cyberpunk, I would say. And like most places you can get this game for $50 right now. I, I seem like yeah, almost Am- everyone Amazon never had version. it for 60 before it came out, I don't think. They regularly had it bumped down to 50 uh, hell, it's forty-five or it's forty-five at uh, Target, I think. If you yeah. don't mind buying the disc, yeah, like you, you should, you should play it, and I would say you should probably play it now. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a question from uh, Deshaun. He says, "Hey y'all, I have an Xbox Series S. Is it worth trying Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven now, or should I wait for an optimized version?" If they had not released the patch this past weekend, I would have told you you needed to wait until twenty twenty one. Uh, I've heard from people who have the Series S, though, and are playing this, because when you play on Series S, you're playing the Xbox One and Xbox One S version. You're not even getting the One X version that the rest of us are. Mm -hmm. You're getting an even lower res version. Apparently, that boosts it a lot on the Series S. Not necessarily on regular Xbox One, but it's at least bearable on the Series S now. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in this game, try it. If it's too buggy for you, put it down, come back to it in two or three months when we get the optimization. But I think you should play it now. If you have nothing else to play, this is the time to do it. Be part of the discourse. It's a long game. It's not like Witcher 3 long or even Skyrim like to do everything. But you're going to put probably a solid 40 hours into this before you beat the main storyline. Like to get a build that will get you through the end of it. Because yeah. I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm level 25 or 26. I'm playing on easy and there's some missions where I'm like, Okay, I have to actually approach this smart. I can't just run in and shoot everything. Like I'm in the later stages of the game now. I got to be smart here, even though knowing the level cap is 50 in this game, I believe. Yeah. So, it's uh, Sean, play it. Yeah, I I would recommend you play it, especially after that patch. Now, Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, because I wasn't gonna get it either. But like once I had heard that, you know, like the patch had kind of been making it a lot more tolerable that's why i I ended up getting it uh saturday i got it just because josh kept streaming it and talking about it uh i think nerd journalist was talking about it a lot online and then Mm -hmm. laron on boss rush uh this weekend was like you you should get it i'm like okay well i guess i'll just download and see what happens and i uh i was still on the fence like throughout the day and i was like you know what you can preload this game through the Xbox app without buying it. So I will do that. And then when it comes time to sit down and play something, we'll make the decision. And I was like, you know, 
I'm sold. I'm just gonna do it. So if I yeah, couldn't have yeah. preloaded it, I probably would have skipped it, and I would have been really <laughs> upset. For me, like Josh uh, said earlier, like I, you know, like I just couldn't get into The Witcher. Like for me, if I wanted to play something like that. I was much more likely to go back to just playing Elder Scrolls online or something, you know, like, but like, I love like cyberpunk. Like I love sci-fi. I love, you know, it, it is everything that I mm -hmm. enjoy as far as the kind of setting that I want to be in. So for me, like, you know, like this, that's why I was, you know, so, so much anticipating this game coming out is because, like finally, you know, CD Projekt Red would be making a game that I'm interested in, like people are about, you know, Witcher. So, yeah, and I didn't think like The Witcher was like a bad game or anything. It just like I it's no, that it's not. high fantasy stuff. Game. Like I, like I, yeah. I've been playing the Switch version of The Witcher off and on for like I don't know six months at this point, and like it's a fun time waster. I don't know if I would put it as like one of my favorite games of all time or anything. I'm, I'm just not mm -hmm. into the high fantasy stuff, you know, like I just not, I don't, it doesn't grab me, right? Like Josh is going to roll his eyes, but like, I don't care about Lord of the Rings at all. I don't care about that. Like that whole, whatever, uh, game of Thrones. I don't care. Like, it just don't, doesn't God, get out Corey. It just doesn't do anything for me, you know, but get like, you know, but this is like, it it re, it like I just love it. I I love it. So mm -hmm. uh yeah. All right, we're going to we're probably going to save the second half of this show for next week. Uh we've been going pretty long. We're going to save those questions for next week <laughs> as well. Uh I didn't think we were going to talk this much about Cyberpunk, but we did. So, uh <laughs> Yeah. Any any if you had to rate your experience thus far, on some sort of scale, what what kind of scale? Like one out of ten. How has your experience been with the game? At least a nine. Hmm. I would probably go. Had the technical glitches been ironed out sooner, I would probably go higher. But that marred so much of my first twenty hours. Um, mm -hmm. with the constant crashes, the pop ins, things like that. Well, for what it's worth, I have not had a crash since the patch came out midday yesterday i've had two pretty long play sessions since so feeling good about it it looks and runs well now uh had it come out like this on launch day i'd probably go maybe as high as nine five uh but it's an awesome game yeah. i love it yeah joe what about what about you i know you you're probably almost you're about as far as i am i think i have not finished act one I am at the tail end of it. So I would say I'm on the cusp of going. I'm on an upward climb. But right now, I would say a 7 out of 10 without playing much of I mean, playing probably 4 or 5 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so early in it that <clears throat> that I, I really can't give it much of a rating like you know, like for me, I'm, you know, I love the setting. I know that much about it so far, but like, yeah, I've, I literally haven't even, you know, done the first mission. I just talked to the guy, you know, made a character, talked to the guy that, that I met and, you know, as my character. And then 
I'm supposed to be go, going and stealing a car or something. So that that's that, but that's as far as I've gotten. I've talked to the guy that's gonna bring me, give me a ride or whatever. But yeah, yeah so I don't really know. I don't, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll find out though. Yeah. Probably. It's, I don't know uh, if tonight for sure, but man, it's. I I just can't wait to go play it right now. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, next week we'll talk about some of these game awards announcements and stuff. Uh, there's a there's a ton. Corey, you're gonna make me wait an entire week to talk about the return of Perfect Dark. I mean, do you want to talk about it now? Perfect Dark is back. That's all you need to know. It's back, baby. Yeah. It's finally is, happening. Left for Dead finally years, getting... rivers, It's happening. It's true. That is fair. So. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening to this episode of Arsenal X. You can find us live on Sunday nights here on Boss Rush Games Live. If you want to listen to us in your ears, you can listen to us two days later on Tuesday mornings on your podcast service of choice and YouTube. You can check us out on BossRushGames.com as well as our family of shows. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as PhantomMXS. Joe. You're going to want to check those show notes. Follow me on Twitter for any of my adventures. I'm not spelling it for you this week. (laughs) (laughs) I love Joe's face every time he tells us to check the show notes. Like he like you can see the gears turning in his mind. He's gearing up to say it. every. It's very true. It's very true. And I just start laughing. Every time I'm thinking about it, I'm like, gosh, fucking change my Twitter name so it's easier. Like, the whole point is, is to connect with people, and it's like, good luck. Yeah. You've <laughs> it made it. Read the, notes, you news. <laughs> the, yeah. the name is way too clever for any good to come of it. <laughs> oh, but it's so good, though. Like, it's it's so good. I like it, but it's definitely a, I don't know, whatever. You can't change it. Is it. What it is. You can't change I, it now. I made I'm living with it now. Already. I made these podcast uh, backgrounds already. You cannot change it. Um, <laughs> Josh, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter and Twitch at, at Josh underscore Finn with two N's. We're playing Cyberpunk and then hopefully we're wrapping up before Christmas so we can start Assassin's Creed afterwards. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, real good. Put it down to play Cyberpunk. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Cyberpunk was better. <laughs> uh, I mean, so far, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I've also been thinking about changing my Twitter handle because that is a, it's a mouthful as well. But we'll see. We'll see what 2021 brings us, gentlemen. We're only two weeks away. Yeah. Three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, so we got what? Like one more show this sooner. year? Uh... Yeah, because we're not doing it the weekend of Christmas. Uh, I don't want to do that. Um, well, and then, like, that first week back, we'll do our game of the year discussion. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah. Yeah. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at ArsenalXPodcast. We appreciate it if you'd like, subscribe, share, rate, and review, and tell your friends about us. It would really help us out. We really I'm enjoy listening it. to our casuals on Thursday nights. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. If you're into Destiny, you should check that show out. Uh, mm-hmm. I love this show, guys. I love hanging out with you every Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. Yeah, it's it is. Fun. I do get excited 
throughout the day, like the stay of, maybe the day before, I'll think I'm like, oh, I should talk about that. I'll make sure I bring this up. It's weird. Yeah. We got to play and talk about that Gears 5 DLC next week. Oh, yeah. We should probably do that, too. Because that drops tomorrow. Tomorrow? Monday? Drops on a Monday? I believe it drops on a Monday. Hmm. Hmm. That's a... Yeah, because that's an actual story drop, right? Yeah. That's yep. the, like the expansion or whatever, so. Yeah, the Hive Busters, so. Yeah. And it's free if you have Game Pass Ult. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yep, Hive Busters expansion arrives December 15th. Hmm. So by the time you're listening to this in your ears, it's out. Go play it if you're not stuck in Cyberpunk land. So I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening. And until next week, we love you. Happy Hanukkah. Hey, yeah. Jewish listeners. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. What's the matter, you hurt? Hey, bro.